We got a couple of updates to the Chicago Bears roster on top of it being Friday, so that means it's mailbag day. We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. We got two updates to the Chicago Bears roster. Nothing too huge. The Bears did sign Nathan Peterman uh, to the 53-man roster, so uh, he'll, he'll be the backup veteran quarterback that Ryan Poles uh, talked about wanting to add to this team. Uh, we also moved Doug Kramer to the injury reserve list. So much like Tevin Jenkins, that means he's going to be out at least the first four games of the season. The earliest he's um, eligible to return is week five. Um, and so, you know, it kind of is what it is there, right? As far as the Doug Kramer thought, we uh, we heard about that injury. I will say the fact that we haven't heard anything about Noel Sewell's injury uh, either. Hopefully that means that, you know, he's going to be more ready to go. I know there's some concern there from some Bears fans that injury was going to be something uh, maybe longstanding, um, and it still could be, right? I do want to be clear there. It still absolutely could be, but as of right now, those are the updates we have. You, we, you know, with Ryan Poles, I, I do feel like the Ryan, the, the, like the Bears do feel confident in Tyson Bajan, but you know, he, he's a rookie, he's a rookie quarterback. And so, and an undrafted rookie quarterback on top of that, and while you may absolutely have a diamond in the rough there, you you want to have, you know, some uh, a veteran and a little bit of a safety net there just in case. So, you know, that's, that's what, you know, what we hope for. Um, and, you know, ultimately, as the Bears go forward to week one, uh, you know, the only injuries that are things that probably aren't going to, are going to keep people out week one are now Doug Kramer and Tevin Jenkins. Uh, Ryan Poles has said everyone else is basically going to be ready to go week one. We'll see, you know, if anything happens between now and then, any other updates that we do get. But ultimately, we'll see what happens, man. I'm, I'm really excited. We're nine days away from the return of Chicago Bears football, a uh, regular season football, that is. And, you know, it's exciting time for Bears fans, especially for all the expectations that a lot of Bears fans have coming into this season to see the improvement from Justin Fields, to see the weapons, to see the offensive line, to see what that defense turns out to all the rookies and second-year players and young guys that we have that are in big roles for the Chicago Bears. You know, we're all excited to see how they're going to play and perform this season. And so, you know, let me know your excitement for week one down below. Also, I want to know your score prediction. What is your score prediction, even though we're nine days away? We'll have a couple of preview episodes before then, but what is right now is your prediction for Green Bay versus the Chicago Bears. What's your score prediction? Let me know that down below. But all right, let's go ahead and get into it. It's Friday, so that means this episode is mainly built around you and your voicemails. And we'll tell you guys at the end of the show as well how to get your voicemails in if you want to leave a voicemail as well. But let's get into this first one. This one's from Jacob Pong. Yeah, what's up, Hayes? What's up, what's up, what's up? Shout out to the Cognac Gang. Shout out to Steve-O. Shout out to everybody. Hey, I'm supporting the movement. This your boy. Jacob Pong the Don, you feel me? But I just had one, um, I just had a thought. With the recent rumors about um, Poles calling in on Chris Jones, I'm thinking he should go all in for Chris Jones because if you really think about it, man, we need that pass rush. And, you know, I just got done looking at, you know, some highlights, and the man is a monster. He creates turnovers. He wreaks havoc. We need that. I believe Chris Jones is more important than Jonathan Taylor because Jonathan Taylor, although he's, awesome and prolific and all that, you know, you know, Poles don't like to pay running backs, you know, so I'm thinking we should, you know, give a 2025 first round pick and 
a fourth, maybe a fourth, maybe a third, twenty twenty four, and you know, go from there and, and see and see what happens. But I'm really feeling, you know, that we need Chris Jones because if we put Chris Jones on that line, man, it's gonna be dangerous for, you know, the weasel and Jordan Love and everybody else in the NFC. But um I would like to say keep going, keep doing what y'all are doing. I'm supporting a hundred thousand percent and you know follow your boy on instagram j underscore capone you know with the reels i'm funny you know wheelchair john morant you feel me but chicago up bear down Poe should go all in on chris jones here's what i'll say it all in is difficult for a player that reportedly wants upwards of 30 million dollars that's difficult to do when you're a team with as the chicago bears are that are trying to make that move from being three and 14 now being a playoff team, right? It'll be different if we were a playoff team last year and we knew that we just needed, you know, that bit to give us over the top. There's enough development here, right? And while Chris Jones absolutely is a dog, do not make any mistakes. I do not want to mix my words. Chris Jones is a dog and would instantly up the expectations of the defense, of the pass rush, hell, of the run game, of everything because he's hit the gravity that he holds. Him and Yannick Ngakwe as pass rushers, right? Yes, Ngakwe has his own issues uh, in the run game, and you know, it's reportedly he's really out to try to fix that as well. That 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 critique of his game. But if you put Chris Jones on that defensive line, it makes it easier for the development of of George uh, George. Uh, sorry, George of Zach Pickens. It makes the uh, of of Javon Dexter. It makes the the development of those guys easier because he's going to carry so much gravity on on that um, line that you cannot overlook it. So. You know, I mean, having a defensive line with Walker, Unique, and Chris Jones is a dream. Make no mistake about it. And I understand why a lot of Bears fans think that the, that the Bears should go all in. But that is a tall test. And Ryan Poles is not given a contract out that large yet, right? So we don't quite know in regards if that's going to be the case yet. Now, for you to say give up a 2025 first-round pick, I mean, here's the thing. Theoretically. Let's say that you add Chris Jones, you lock him in, right? That is a draft pick that is two years out, right? So you're not giving up any of your first-round picks in this upcoming draft, but you have two first-round picks in. Theoretically, your hope would then be that the Bears are good enough by then that that pick, maybe low 20s, whatever it ends up being, and I don't know if that gets it done. But I will say, if the, like, if the Bears do end up making a move for Chris Jones, that tells you how this front office truly sees what this season is for this team, it's not just a season of laying more foundation. That's a, that's a move that you're making to actually not just make the playoffs, not just sneak by as a wild card. You're trying to win a playoff game or two in a case like that. If you're if you're attaching yourself to that type of money, so we'll see. Now, as far as Jonathan Taylor, I don't think that was ever really an option for the Chicago Bears. It was kind of a spot, uh, a pie in the sky uh, dream, but we know polls ain't about to pay no running backs no time soon especially when he has to go out and give assets to i mean give assets to acquire so when it comes down to it i mean if the bears do trade for chris jones listen the excitement around here around these parts at chicago Bears central just be on the two uh, on the lookout for that but all right let's move to this next one this one's from john hello hayes it's john so i'll be very clear with my comments so that you know you don't uh roast me like you roasted that other guy recently there was very funny, by the way. Um, so my comment is, I know that everyone loves Tyson. You know, I enjoy Tyson as much as his performance, as much as the next fan does. But, um, you know, for people that are saying that he should challenge Justin for uh, the first string spot as far as the quarterback is um, way, way over the top. And also, 
I'd like to know um, specifically, Hayes, where where you get all the um, awesome Chicago Bears mer- merchandise because it's always looking like brand new and awesome. So if you, so if you could let us know, that would be cool. Thanks. Bye. Tyson Bajant challenging Justin. Listen, I think that everybody's kind. Of, and this is the thing that I always say. And it and this I don't even necessarily mean this as a slight. It's just reality. It's just what it is. Sports are soap operas for a lot of men. And they will create storylines and the whole thing of Tyson Bajan potentially passing up Justin Fields. And, you know, somebody even left a comment on the YouTube channel a, a little while ago about, oh, this is Ryan Poe's master plan to, to get Justin Fields out. All that is asinine. And it's not going to happen, right? And that's not to say that some crazy stretch of the man, that there's no percentage of a chance that that maybe Tyson Bajan ends up better than Justin Fields, right? I'm not just going to say never is, uh, it could never happen. But the fact of the matter is, this team has is invested in Justin Fields. This team has built this team around Justin Fields' skill set and what he needs. And so, you know, and somebody could say, well, even a young quarterback in Tyson Bajan could need those things too, the weapon and things like that. But, like, I just don't see it. And Tyson Bajan, let's see what he brings us. I get it. He had, He's shown absolute flashes, and he deserves, in my opinion, to be that quarterback too. He, he, he He's earned that right. He ain't earned the right to pass up no Justin Fields yet. Now, as far as where I get my merch, I'm, listen, I, I say this all the time. I don't get my merch nowhere special that you guys can't get. That's it. I, I It's Fanatics. New Era are, are my main places to get it. Some of the stuff even that I saw came from Fashion Over. That black Monsters of the Midway bear shirt I got, that came from Fashion Over, bro. Like, I don't get, I, I don't buy Bears things from anywhere that's exclusive that you guys can't get it. A new spot that I just found out about is Clark Street Sports, something like that. Um, But, again, it's it's publicly available. Those are the places that Culture Kings is another place that I go, but that's really it. But most, 99% of the stuff that I get comes from Fanatics. That's it. Fanatics, Lids, New Era. That's 99% of the of the merch, clothes, Everything that I that I get as far as Bears and Bulls gear, it comes from that place. I don't buy it from anywhere that you guys don't have access to. I promise you. I promise you. All right, let's get into the next voicemail. This one's from V-Dub. What's good? What's good, man? Hey, hey this is uh, V-Dub, man. V-Dub, V-Dub, born and raised, Chattown, Illinois. You know what I'm saying? Living in Minnesota right now, man. Taking our child last video, man. I want to say shout out to you guys, man, for the energy that you guys bring, man, for my team, our team, you know, Chi-Town Bears all day long. Um, I want to ask the question on one of the questions at the end of one of the last videos about the uh, about the, the cut down that was made. You know what I'm saying? It's, don't it feel good? And it's to nephew because nephew, it, it, it was refreshing to see you hesitate on the question about the weakest position that the Chicago Bears have right now, and that was a hesitation. That feels good to me, bro. I mean, I mean, for real, for real, we can go back years watching the Bears, and we always was able to pinpoint a position that was weak, you know what I'm saying, because we, we never had just that offense, defense, and special teams that was always in collab together. But this year, man, 2023, for us to be able to have rookies that are promising, have vets, that can come in and help teach these young boys. A quarterback with athleticism that can throw the ball, and we know how well he is on the run. For us to say the weakest position, to think about it first. We thought about it. And then, all right, offensive line. You know what, man? That is a beautiful thing, man, for us to even think about it, that we got that slight of a weakness in our team. And um, 
Man, it's a beautiful thing, man. Again, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys' show. You know what I'm saying? The Cognac Boys, Drip Drip. Bro, you always dripping, though. I mean, that's the perfect name for you. I'm loving the T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? We got to we gotta keep it 100. And, uh, yeah, man, Chat Town Up, Bear Down, Week 1 is ours, bro. On the real. Love you guys, man. Peace. Having promising rookies and, and vets to help along their development is probably one of the best statements we got in the voicemail because it's real, right? We do have, that is what we have right now with the Chicago Bears team is that we have rookies, second-year players as well, that are really stepping up and showing that they're probably going to be a large part of the Chicago Bears core for a long time. And that's what, the, that's what is so special about Ryan Poles has done. Even in some of the free agents that he got, really young guys that have been around the NFL for three, four years, but are still extremely young and could still develop some themselves, right? Ryan Poles has laid a great foundation for the future of the Chicago Bears and the present at the same time. Yes, yeah, some of those rookies are going to go through their growing pains, a la Kyler Gordon last year, even Braxton Jones last year going through his growing pains. But you see the progression, right? You see the potential. You see what they can be for this Bears team for a long time. And so by the end of those last seasons, they really stepped up big time. So, you know, I really do think, I really do think that this team has really laid just an amazing foundation and what Ryan Poles, Matt Eberfuss are building here is something that's going to be sustainable, and that's the biggest thing. We're not going out and making the big flash signings of players that are only going to be here for two or three years. We're making smart signings that fit into the core, that fit into the scheme, that all kind of you, you see how they're going to fit together for a long time, and that's what's special about this Bears team and what's different about the last front office to this front office, at least in my opinion. Now, as far as you know, Bobby taking time to have to think about what the weakest position set is, listen, we – Ryan Poles, you know, he said it. He felt like they shored up about 70 to 80% of their holes, but they're not done, and they're never going to be done. One thing that I love about Ryan Poles and having him as the the guy guiding this, this step in this era of the Chicago Bears is, you know, he's always in evaluation mode, always. And because of that, if there is anything, if a player steps back, if a player shows a little bit of promise and then falls off a cliff, he's not going to be hugely attached to that to where he won't be, will be afraid to pivot, right? He's going to give players time to show prove and, and to work through things because he believes in their future that's why he brought them here but if for some reason something goes left believe me ryan poles is going to be one of the first guys willing to pivot and that's the type of thing that as a guy leading my favorite franchise i personally can't be mad at but all right let's get into this next voicemail this one's from barry hey bobby c-dub fellas hey barry here so all right no doubt this week i'm sure most of the voicemails are going to be about the 53 man roster and all the cuts which no doubt it should be that's the biggest thing happening this week before we uh, gear up for the Green Day, uh, fuckers. So anyway, what I wanted to talk about is, uh, you know, a couple guys that may or may not be a little controversial on the list, like Vayles Jones, which, you know, as you call him Dropsy Jones, which is a fucking A-plus name. I wouldn't change that at all. I heard when he was a kid they called him Butterfingers Jones because, and not because he dropped shit, but because during Halloween he would steal all the other kids' Butterfingers. And then, ironically, he ends up having, you know, shitty hands in the NFL. But, I'm going to make the case for a little fucking optimism for that guy because, of course, we all remember the muff punch that cost them two games, which, by the way, fellas, if he makes those catches and then the Bears win those games, the Bears don't get the number one overall pick. They don't get DJ Moore and a fucking gaggle of picks. So we ought to be a little fucking grateful for that guy. That's the first thing. But second of all, he started coming on strong at the end of the year. I mean, you remember the Buffalo game. He caught a fucking bomb from fields and then, the very last game of the season, ripped off a fucking little end around and took it to the house against Minnesota. So he was coming on strong, just like Kyler Gordon. Started off a little shitty, and then he finished fucking strong, picking off Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen. So I'm a little fucking optimistic about these young guys. And 
you know, I have, I have to say, I, I hate to see Travis Gibson go. I fucking like that guy. You know, wherever he goes, I wish him well. Unless, of course, he goes to a division rival, then in which case, fuck him. So, anyway, I want to hear your thoughts on that. I, I want to see these young guys play. I think Stevenson is probably going to be a fucking liability for, you know, at least half the season. But you got to take the good with the bad. It's going to make him a, a better pay, play in the long run. So, you know, give me your thoughts. All right, fellas, I'm going to hang up and listen now. So, Chicago up. Bear the fuck. Optimism around Dropsy Jones. Yeah, I mean, to your point, he did come along a little bit better last season. I think had this, had he not had the drop in preseason and actually looked solid in that, we probably our mindset would be completely different on Vela Jones. It was just that it's like, oh, here we go, more of the same, right? And it kind of puts you in that place with him. But he still does. Goes back to what the last said on the last voicemail. Ryan Pose is going to give the guy the time, the guys that he brought in here time to develop and show that they can bring what he saw in them. And if they do, they're going to stick around for a long time. I know that Vellis has has bothered a lot of Bears fans. And I know that some Bears fans wanted to see Vellis go. And while I did think that it, you know, depending on how things shook out, it could have gotten a little shaky there for him. But at the end of the day, Vellis still has potential. I think bringing in uh, Taylor and having him do the punt returns, Vellis focusing on kick returns, that's going to give him one thing. And like I said, you're not going to get a lot of opportunities as a wide receiver. Vellis has to make his name known on special teams, and we'll see if he's up to that. I think that he will, and I think that much like I know he was an older rookie, and that gets, for some people gives him a shorter lease, but I think that Vellis is going to be, I think he's going to work out, at least as, as a special teams, maybe a gadget player as well. Let's see what happens with Vellis Jones. Let's not try to write the story out on him just quite yet. Now, Moving on to the next voicemail. This one is from Booker. Yo, 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 Hayes, what's up? This book, man. Blessings to you and yours. All right, man, I got to tell you, I appreciate and am a fan of Tyson Bates. The story, how he came up, man, it's a dream come true, man, and I'm proud of the kid. But Chicago media is starting to make me get a little tired of them because I see the pattern and I see what's happening. You have some of these fools out here thinking that they want him to be QB1 over Justin Fields, which is just asinine. It makes no sense. I Like I said, I appreciate what the kid has done and how far he's come, but man, Pump the brakes, please, y'all. With the with the Tyson is, is is better than Justin Fields, and he sees this better than Justin Fields. Now, he made a couple of plays and a couple of throws. Don't get me wrong, but great. But we've seen Justin under the fire. We haven't seen Tyson under the fire yet. He might fall ahead and freeze up, man. You don't know. So people with a Justin Fields bias, man, need to really pump the brakes, man. Now, at the end of the day, again, like I said before, I'm a Bears fan, so I want the Bears to prosper. So whoever take us there, I'm happy for it. But I have a feeling that it would be Justin Fields. I have a feeling it would be Tyson, too, if it needed to be. But let's pump the brakes on on, on the Tyson, uh, I'll just call it slobbery on him. You know what I'm saying? But, um, again, Blessings to you and yours, man. Like always, Chicago up, bear down, baby. Booker said everything that I feel about Tyson Bajan and, you know, the, the 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 small part of the Bears community that have this, like, conspiracy theory that he's going to be the QB1. We'll see, right? But I, at the end of the day, and I don't want to get into, like, the negative of, oh, I don't want to talk bad about anybody who's on the Bears team unless it's warranted. Tyson Bajan stepped up. He showed that he deserves to be the QB, too. He's looked pretty damn good. He has a hell of a, of a collegiate resume. Let's see what he can bring to the Chicago Bears. Before we start getting into the, the conspiracy theories and the soap opera drama and all that, let him be him. 
And wherever it goes, it goes. If it, if whatever happens benefits best for what's if it's best for the Chicago Bears franchise, then let it be what it's going to be. But I'm not I'm not I'm not one to get into the minutia of all this, you know, uh, this drama and this thing that it's not there. Let's focus on, like, we're focused on the wrong things. Let's win some football games. That's what I want to focus on, and we'll see what Tyson Bage ends up turning into. All right, let's get into the last voicemail for today. This one's from K2. Yo, hey, Bobby C. Dub. What up, man? It's your boy K2 again, man. Calling back in, man, because um, I just got a quick, another quick hot take, man, I want to talk about, man. Uh, I want to get Justin Fields out the way real quick, man. Like, I know I've been seeing a lot of people be critical of him, and so have I, man, but, like, I think I'm going to just pull back on that real quick, man. I think, I think we need to just give him a See what he got, and I know all y'all on this platform, y'all already, y'all full of justice. I'm just talking about all the, all the Facebook critics and all the other YouTube, whatever that's just been slandering my man's. But I just like to criticize what my eyeballs see, man. And you know, I just want to. I'm gonna wait until that Green Bay game to make a, a true analysis of what I feel he's gonna be for the rest of the season. And I hope he can be a dominant passer because I want to see domination in justice. But real quick, I still. I still want to and I know it's not a hot take. I know it is not a hot take, but I still feel like if there's one person that can pull this move off and not hurt us financially, man, I would really love a Chris Jones came to Chicago, man. That just elevates us to a whole other level of expectation, man. Like that, all of the Super Bowl talk and all the playoff talk, we, that's a guarantee if he is on our team, no matter what. Like, it's just up to the offense to try to figure things out at that point. But our, our defense would be a championship defense, man. And I still feel like I don't care what it takes to get him. I just feel like it's a move we need to make, man. I really like the new recent signings that, that we've been uh, making, man, especially in special teams, man. Like, I think that we had to worry about that so much with Bayless, but I feel like we don't have to worry about that anymore. Just like Ryan Poe said, man, you know, you can go get a snack and come back and you ain't got to worry about the kickoff or the punt, man. That's going to be something good. To have to worry about, man. And I don't like how they're projecting us to be a one-win team either. I still feel like we need to go out and just dominate. That's why I feel like we need to just dominate, man, and just quit playing with all these other teams, man. And I don't know, man. That's just how I feel about it, man. I hope y'all have a good weekend, man. And I always remember Chicago up and out. Chris Jones, I kind of already talked about that. Uh, you know, just to piggyback off that, if the Bears do make a move for Chris Jones, it signifies a lot of what this coaching staff, this front office, really wants from this team, this team to be going into, like, po you want postseason success at that point. You are not just want it. Everybody wants it. You're expecting it, right? It changes the ceiling. It changes the expectations. It changes so much around the Chicago Bears to go out and make a move for a player of that type. Now, as far as Justin Fields, I'm excited to see what this team is going to be overall, like week one, overall this season, right? Not even just trying to make a judgment on Justin Fields based off week one. I don't care about none of that in one week. But this season should be the season where we saw flashes from a lot of people on this. Justin Fields being included. But those flashes need to start being a consistent vision of what this team is going to be for years and years to come. And that's what we want to see from Justin. That's what we see from Roshan. That's what we see from Khalil, from DJ, from Chase, from uh, Darnell Mooney, from Cole Komet, from uh, Tyreek Stevenson, from everybody. Everybody got to show up and show us what they are going to be and develop into. It's going to take some time. And more for others, uh, Tariq Stevenson is absolutely going to get picked on to start his NFL career. It happens to every corner. It happens to almost every rookie in every position. How he responds to that? Like, does that, does that burst pipes or does it build a diamond? And I think 
We're going to have a diamond in Tyreek Stevenson and some of the other young players on this team, Dexter, Pickens, all of them. And so because of it, you want to see them grow through the growing pains. You want to see them given that opportunity to fail. There's growth in failure, and you have to fail sometimes to grow and to realize, I don't want to do this anymore. And so there are going to be moments of failure for this team. There's going to be times where people look at a Tyreek Stevenson or whoever else and like, huh, I don't quite know about them, right? But how that how they use that to motivate them over the course of the rest of the season, that's going to tell us what type of mind frame these guys have and do they have the mind frame to be Chicago Bears and to bring us back to being the monsters of the midway on offense and defense for that matter. I'll tell you guys what, I'm excited to see it in this season that I'm ultimately excited about. You guys continue letting me know what you guys think down below, but that's my time for today. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central Gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like we like to end every episode on Chi Town Up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.